Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Namaste, bitches. It's mediumship matters. And I have to start today's podcast like that because I am feeling more like me than I have felt in blooming ages. So I'm in a bit of a silly mood. (laughs) Um, Just had a really big spiritual slap again of my own creation, again of offering uh, myself out seeking other people's validation again. And uh, I don't know, is this the permanent pattern? Uh, Is this something that I'm actually going to be able to reconcile within myself? At what point? At what point, I ask you? Um, Podcast is doing better than my wildest dreams. I'm getting more followers. I'm getting out there. The spiritual school's there and looking freaking fantastic with the most amazing teachers. Um, So many good stuff happening. Great nights. Demonstrations are going brilliantly for the most part and yet it's still not enough. I still manage to find little parts of myself to torture myself with and offer to other people for them to stomp on and for me to 
feel all the feels and all the emotions of that. And it's bloody annoying being so emotional. And I know it's part of my gifts. Um, I may have told you this story, but when I was at Disneyland with my children the first time and I'd never I'd never been my whole life and I've always been a Disney girl. I love Disney. And um, we were watching the parade and I couldn't stop the tears from leaking out of my eyes. And I asked Spirit to stop me crying everything because it's just embarrassing. I mean, went to the cinema yesterday to see the new Spider-Man film. And even in the adverts, and they were the worst adverts and trailers for the worst films I have ever seen. It was dire. I was The music was still making me leak from my eyes. Anyway, I asked Spirit if they would take that away, if they would help me become less emotional. And they did tell me it would affect and negatively impact my mediumship. So marvellous. But I just am so easily wounded. And you have to be brave to do what I'm doing. You have to be brave to, to follow the spiritual path, to do what you're doing too. You have to be. Um, and yet... It just doesn't get any easier putting yourself out there and and trying to go further. And Amanda's got a really lovely way of looking at it because Amanda always says that I am too modern. Um, people don't understand me. And I think that's a lovely way of saying it. I do. But I also think there's something to do with me probably going back to that message that I got from the shamans all that time ago about having to follow my own path and having to do things solo but I just don't want to I don't want to do it on my own and I want to work with other people and I know that's what makes me a good teacher because it means that I give everybody I teach everything I've got because I'm not trying to keep it for myself but on the other flip side of that I don't I don't want to do it on my own. I don't it's really hard to be the person forging paths. And sometimes it's exhilarating and amazing and fulfilling and I you know this the number one message I get on the podcast is thanks for cutting through it all and giving it like it is. But it's also lonely and it's also tiring trying to walk a path that you can't even see because nobody has trodden it before. And I know that sounds really whingy, but I'm actually feeling really good about this today, <laughs> which is why you got the strange intro, um, because it is that roller coaster and there's it's important to acknowledge the roller coaster. I'm so fed up with everyone just giving that sanitized version of, well, I'm spiritual, so nothing goes wrong for me. Um, and I can make you spiritual, so nothing goes wrong for you too. We need to be honest, always. So that's where I'm at. It's been a roller coaster, but I think, I think, I'm not going to promise because I know how this works. I've been down this road before of... Um, feeling like I've processed everything and everything's good and then tomorrow I'll wake up and not be able to get out of bed again and be weeping into my pillow and and having a poor me again but for today the sun is shining I'm going out for a date night with Alex and 
I haven't got any freaking plans all weekend and I'm so happy for that. The school is launched, everything's on there, just letting it happen. I'm recording this podcast now for Tuesday and I can go and sit in the sun this afternoon, which I know is bad for you, um, but I love it, and turn like a strip of bacon until I feel like me again. So yay. Anyway, I'm still answering listener questions, reading out those listener comments. Um, I've printed off a load today because I was a bit uh, finding it challenging looking for it on my computer. It's just one click too many for my poor little brain. So you may hear the sound effects of paper rustling. We've gone old school. So let's begin. First message is from Steve and Steve says, Hi, Hannah. Firstly, I love your podcasts. Your delivery is very insightful and inspiring. I find your podcast unique in its honesty. Keep up the good work. Thank you. To the question, I've been working with Spirit for 20 years and have recently started doing mediumship demos on a regular basis to paying audiences. Yes! That was my yes, not Steve's. I feel and have been told I'm pretty accomplished in my delivery. I feel spirit around me all the time, even when not working. Outside of platform work, if I try to talk to the spirit I feel, for example, whilst washing the pots, I just can't get anything other than perhaps a gender. I understand I won't be able to validate these communications, but don't really understand why I can't chat to spirit outside of working. This also includes talking to my guides, which generally, unlike most other mediums I know, I have no relationship with apart from knowing they are there assisting me. Why am I not allowing these communications with the self to work? I've had very occasionally have had, sorry, I'm messing up your grammar here. My father come through and almost had full blown conversations with him, usually when he's telling me off. But outside of him, I struggle. Apologies for the length of the question, but it's one that has puzzled me for a while. First of all, Steve, yes, go team platform. Um, Fabulous. Love it. Um, Keep up the good work. We need more decent platform mediums. Please don't ever stop. Second of all, I, right, so the charge of a mediumship reading comes from the sitter. In a platform demonstration, the charge, the power, the energy of it comes from the audience as a whole and then finding the right recipient. When you are trying to do evidential mediumship at home, this is part of the problem because you haven't really got the recipient. So you haven't, you're lost a third of the charge, which might be why you're struggling and it's not feeling as easy. Um, So It's good to practice and I would be really clear with spirit about what you're wanting to practice. So, for example, when I wanted to expand my relationships, I would ask spirit to bring me the feeling of an aunt and I would feel it. And then I would ask them to bring me a feeling of a friend or a cousin and I would feel it, a child and I would feel it. So it would just be the one aspect that I wanted to get used to feeling rather than a full blown communication. Now, with spirit guides, I wouldn't worry about the the evidential stuff with spirit guides because spirit guides, I think, only take on the physical form of a human 
to make it more accessible to us. And what I think is happening with you here, Steve, is that they don't want to do that because you're too advanced for that. So there was a period of time where I would view my spirit guides as individuals and now they are just source. I don't know who it is. I don't know what their gender is. I don't know what their names are, what period of time they're from. They are just source. It's just energy. And I think that's why they're snipping you off because what they want you to do is start working with them more on what they want to say to you. And so you can chat with them. And I really do believe that, Steve. I They're telling me right now that you are communicating with them. I think it just feels very different to evidential. So you're not believing that you're doing it. And the problem is, of course, as soon as you say to spirit guides, are you there? And they say, yes, of course. You go, well, of course, I'm going to believe that because that's what my brain wants to hear. And we just end up going round and round in this funny little cycle where we don't allow ourselves to accept that we're communicating with spirit, even though we are communicating with spirit, etc, etc. Fun, isn't it? So I would just start with asking them for advice, asking them to um, give you the information you need. If you've got some oracle cards, I may have mentioned this before on the podcast, but I'm going to say it again. It's really good fun to pull a card, but not look at the other side of it. Ask your spirit guides for the message that's on the card and then flip the card over afterwards to see how close you were or if you were perceiving something and if it works. So I would suggest doing some little things like that just to open up. But I really do feel that you are communicating and better than you believe you are. But it does feel very different to evidential because especially platform platform is such a heightened energy, such a strong energy, such a it's just unlike anything else. So it doesn't feel like that when I communicate with my guides. And for the most part, when I communicate with my guides, it sounds like my own voice in my own head and is normally quite sarcastic and snarky. Um, But it is still my guides getting information through to me. And I have to just, it just feels like I'm talking to myself in absolute honesty, Steve. And then every now and again, as I surrender into that, there'll be some little gem or something really amazing and profound that happens that shows me that they are communicating with me. So like yesterday when I was really in a funk, I was very tired from demonstrating, you know what it costs in energy, it's a lot, and feeling a bit upset about everything I've been going through recently. Um, I was on a dog walk with my dogs and thinking, oh, stuff this, I don't know, having a real dramatic poor me and we were walking through like a tunnel of trees and a bird of prey just flew through the tunnel of trees um, as I was talking to spirit guides and birds of prey are always my sign that I need to take things from a higher perspective and that I can soar and be above it all if I choose to and um I thought, wow, that was really good. It made me cry. And then I did the very human thing that we all do where I went, yeah, but was it spirit or was it a bird of prey just trying to eat my little dog? Um, Do I really believe that? Mm." So I cried because it was so profound and then instantly humanized it as we do. And then it happened again and I still humanized it. (laughs) Aren't we a bloody nightmare for spirit to work with? So this is what I would say to you. 
Don't worry about humanising it because they're working with you anyway. Don't worry about whether it feels like it's just you and your own voice in your own head. Work with that voice anyway. And at the beginning, it might be 90% you and 10% spirit, but I don't think it is. And I think as you start to surrender to that, it will become clearer and clearer and clearer. But you've got this, Steve, honestly. Just believe that you have. Um, They're showing me your energy body and I can see the blending and the communication there and if you're open to one type of spirit you're open to all you just have to believe that you can and I believe in you so do it. So next up I've got an email from Jill and Jill says being real podcast. Now I just actually before I go down Jill's message I just want to say being real podcast really got a great response and I'm so grateful to all of you who messaged me on social media and commented on it. Um, It really is wonderful to me that my weird ass musings are actually resonating with people and it's we're creating like a real community here of people who want to strive for better and do better and it just makes me really proud to be a part of that because Things do need to change. It really does need to change. And I am so bloody glad that uh, we are all finding each other. Anyway, I digress. There's a surprise. Jill. Hi, Hannah. I just had to email you after listening to this particular podcast. I bloody well love you. Honestly, never have heard a real, never have a heard a more real medium. I can read, believe it or not, guys. I got awards at school for reading, but it just appears not today. You are so honest and ask questions others wouldn't dare. I 100% agree with what you're saying and asking. Another point is that for those of us who are trying to develop, thinking we have to be 100% accurate all the time is as damaging as we never will be. We will also think something is wrong with us when we can't physically see or hear spirit. Thank you for being brave enough to be honest. I listen to your podcast often and you totally inspire and uplift me. Please don't ever stop. Those who don't like what you say don't have to listen. And those who have a go at you have to work out their own stuff. The world and spirit need more Hannahs. As a matter of interest, I've pulled out of a healing course because of all the ridiculous rules and bureaucracy. Lots of love, Jill. Thank you, Jill. Um... And exactly that. When I was developing, all I was hearing from my teachers was this is the standard. But none of them were ever demonstrating. And if I did, if I was lucky enough to see them demonstrate, they'd do one or two spirit links in a line of lots of mediums doing spirit links. And they weren't doing in those moments what they said that they could do or how it should be. And I didn't realise it at the time. It's only when I sort of stepped out of that energy that I could see that. And that is so damaging. It's so, so damaging to developing mediums where we have this expectation. But it's also damaging to sitters. And it's one of the biggest problems that I face in demonstrating and in one-on-one readings, but more in demonstrating now, is people where it's you know, not that perfect piece of evidence that they asked for on the way in. It's not the password that they set on somebody's deathbed. And it's not what they are expecting as evidence. And trying to get people to work past that is 
always a challenge and always fascinating. And we've got to be striving for better for everybody's understanding of how spirit communication works and why it works the way. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It does. Um, and so I'm really glad that resonated, Jill. And... Um, I love that you bloody well love me. I love you too. Thanks. <laughs> um, really such a fantastic email to receive. And I'm really, really grateful. Okay, then funnily enough, I've got another email. I've just realised it's from the same Steve that I spoke to earlier. Hi, Hannah. I just wanted to give you some feedback. This is about being real podcast again, everyone. Regarding the above podcast. Lovely, lovely words once again. I find your podcast so real and so honest. You're my kind of medium. No BS, just honesty. There's a little bit of BS, Steve, um, just for the sheer hell of it. No. <laughs> I have seen so many mediums over the years and so many don't seem to hold up the values you seem to have. You certainly have a high bar, but one with integrity. I believe that is so important in this world, especially since there are so many mediums do, that do not operate from integrity and honesty. Agreed, Steve. The only medium I've seen that could get messages with totality was the late Mavis Patilla. She gave out addresses of people's loved ones in spirit. Very incredible to watch. She also told me when I was developing, I asked too many questions and that I should just trust. Wow, um, that is cool. I would have loved to have seen her do that. I watched some of her... Uh, talks and things on YouTube uh, but they were very church oriented like church style and and I'm just not church style I get ever so fidgety um, so I did try because I had heard she is absolutely incredible and I have read her books um, but uh, I've never actually seen her work and that oh my god would be mind-blowing there's a new target I've set myself Steve I was working on names at the moment. Now I want addresses too. This is going to be fun. Great. Anyway, I disagree with her to this day. This is about the asking too many questions and trusting. Sorry, guys, I interrupted Steve's email just to blather and now we've lost the point of it all. Let me start again. She told me when I was developing, I asked too many questions and that I should just trust. 
I disagree with her to this day and totally agree with your words that we should question and analyse everything we do with spirit. It is the only way we will truly learn and grow. However, it comes with a caveat that I don't exactly trust everything I get. I know I am overcritical of my own mediumship and it does cause doubts just as you describe yours does, but it is the only way I believe I will improve. It is normal to feel the way you do. It shows you are coming from a place of honesty, wanting to do the best for spirit and your clients. I also totally agree with the same attitude of most mediums today. We need originality and advancement. To that, I'm trying to start a circle specifically for men to encourage them into spirituality with aspects of a discussion group too, hopefully to fire them up and get them questioning their own existence. Far too long I've done platform with so few men in the audience. That needs to change. Keep up the amazing work you're doing and thank you. I hope this feedback helps. It really does, Steve. And I completely agree about uh, the men. I think I had 120 people in the audience on Thursday night. Two men? Maybe three? It's not a lot. Um, And uh, yeah, we could do with some more because it could change lives. And um, Also, just having that kind of space to talk and explore what is happening. I think as women, generally speaking, and I am generalising here, but we do talk about our feelings a lot more. And so much of spirituality is emotion based, is feeling based. And it's it's a big ask for men, I think, to move into that space. And I'm so glad that you are changing that dialogue and helping them to move into that and that is fan bloody tastic yeah what a bumpy and interesting journey but I do feel like we're on the cusp of massive change and although as I was whinging in the opener to this podcast it is really hard as you're probably finding too Steve to be at that front at the at the as Abraham Hicks would call it the leading edge um it is painful to be there as well as fulfilling and please just keep up that that space for yourself and for spirit amazing amazing next up I've got an email from Amy and Amy says good morning I wanted to write to you to say how much I love listening to your podcast and to ask you a question. I also wanted to tell you how excited I am to be coming to your workshop with Jennifer Fezio. I'll be making the trip from Ohio to Houston with my best friend and I'm beyond excited to meet you and have the opportunity to learn from you in person. I may be fangirling a little bit lol. Your podcast is definitely my favourite and I look forward to each one that comes out. Your teaching is amazing and your humour is the best. So thank you for everything you do to create your podcast, for your awesome guests and for keeping me thinking, learning and laughing. Yay, Amy, I can't really believe that I am getting on a plane and going to Texas to teach. It is like a dream come true. And Spirit tell me next year is going to have more travel and um, going to more places and I am all about that. I cannot bloody wait. So I uh, cannot, cannot wait to be in person with you guys. And it's going to be freaking fabulous. I currently admitting my, have, admittingly have myself in a holding pattern in my development for no good reason other than fear that I can't quite pinpoint. I did a few practice readings, I'm embarrassed to say, 
a year ago. The last one I did was very difficult. I was reading for a friend who is very open and supportive and her husband who is supportive but sceptical. I read well for my friend but not for her husband. I felt a very weak connection and it scared me into worrying that other readings would be the same. That I'd sit down with a sitter and get nothing. I guess I did just pinpoint my fear. I do know that the only way to develop is to do it scared, trust in spirit and practice. I've been sitting with this fear for a year now, listening to your podcast and a few others, and I'm happy to say I'm feeling motivated to try again. I've been working alone on raising my vibration and opening up to my spirit team. When I go through the process of raising my vibration, I can feel my crown chakra tingle, but it gets to the point where it's uncomfortable and begins to cause a headache. Have you had any experience with this? Do you think I could be doing something differently to avoid this feeling? Thank you again for sharing your understanding of the spirit world with all of us. Amy. Right, first of all, Amy, I will answer your question about your crown chakra, but I want to go back to your reading for your friend and the sceptic. That is hard sitters. I just want you to know that. Sceptics, because as I was mentioning earlier, a third of the energy of a reading comes from the sitter. If the sitter is sceptical, they've got a wall up in their energy, which makes um, you get less energy from them, which makes it harder to blend, which makes it feel like the spirit world isn't there because it also adds to your fear. It's a more uncomfortable space to be in. Of course, spirit are there. They are always there. But the worst readings I've ever done have been from um, sceptical men, if I'm honest. There you go, Steve. That's an interesting thought, isn't it? Um, Sceptical men. Now, this is the weird thing. There's a line, isn't there? Because we should be questioning everything. And I do believe that. And we should be analysing it. But when you're at the point where you're like, go and then prove it, that's when it, for me, all falls apart. And isn't that the difficulty? Because if it wasn't the difficulty, then us mediums would be able to get every single person that's sceptical and say, I know you don't believe user 4572932 on TikTok, but actually your Aunt Mary, who died of lung cancer, uh, says hello. And they'd be like, what the fuck? And then everybody would believe. And so I don't know if the sceptical energy is necessary somehow um, to prevent us from being able to do that because it overrides people's free will and choice. And they need to be choosing spirit communication, not having it foisted upon them for uh, making ourselves feel better, but also for likes and views on Facebook. So, but I just want to say you've got somebody there who is open and supportive, but obviously isn't understanding the process you're going through at all. And then you've also got somebody who's supportive but doesn't really believe in it and that is just freaking awkward it's also awkward if I'm honest Amy reading for friends now it's awkward reading for anyone when you're developing and I want to make that clear to everybody that's listening because if you are learning from another in a practice group and you're practicing with other students other students are hard to work with because sometimes they don't want you to do well because then they have to do well and it adds to their nerves sometimes um they are are just 
not that you know they're off thinking about their turn or what's happening with them next sometimes they talk too much and answer it for you sometimes other developing mediums have a really annoying tendency to interpret it for you rather than let you work out what what you're seeing and that's really annoying but then you also have no charge no need when you're working with uh, practice sitters the need is actually for your development as the medium the need is not for fulfilling their need to know that spirit world exists and so this causes a problem too because if you're spirit and you've got a student there you're not going to bring through necessarily who that sitter is expecting to hear from because what the need is in a practice scenario is this is the spirit sorry that is going to bring you the most learning for your mediumistic journey so for example for me and I may have mentioned this before, sorry guys, I feel like I just say the same things again and again, but you never know. I have got a school friend that died in a car accident when we were teenagers. Now I say friend, and I say it very loosely, we were on the edges of two overlapping social circles, so we might have gone to a few parties, I knew her face and her name, we never spent any time on our own together, she's not somebody that I would expect to hear from from spirit. When she died, it was very sad, but it it didn't impact me in any way. Sounds harsh, but it's true. Um, I felt sad for her parents. I felt sad for her friends, but she wasn't somebody that I was going to miss because I didn't really know her. That spirit of Sam has come through five or six times from my students now. And when that first started happening, I, I had real trouble placing her. But obviously, it's a great, unusual energy for a developing medium to sit in because she's a friend energy. We don't often get friends. Um, she died in extraordinary circumstances. Last I knew, nobody really knew what she was doing at the scene of her death. No one knows how she got there or even how she really died. She was just found dead. Um, and I think, if I recall correctly, in the funk that is my teenage years, she was at a house party I was at when she left and she died that night. But no one knows who she left with or how she got there or what happened to her. And so... It's a really interesting uh, spirit for a, a developing medium to work with. And so it fulfills that need. It doesn't fulfill my need because if it was fulfilling my need um, as a sitter, it would be my grandparents or my aunt. Or it would be um, one of my students who I sadly lost last year who I would really, really love to hear from. Debbie, if you're listening, come on, girl. And so it's always very interesting to me um, why spirit pick who they pick to come through in a practice scenario it is different to a real life reading scenario and so I would suggest Amy that number one you don't go to reading for two people because that also makes for a difficult energy I don't do readings for two people I only like to work one-on-one -on -one because if you've got two people, they're talking to each other. The energy is actually between them and not directed at you. And I think it affects your mediumship. So there's so many reasons, Amy, why that scenario was a hard one. And that's really sad that that has damaged your mediumship because I think a lot of that wasn't 
your fault. It wasn't your mediumship's fault. It's just the space that you were in. Now, as for your crown chakra and your tingle, I'm glad it's your crown chakra that's tingling and not another one, Amy, because that would be an awkward conversation, wouldn't it? Um, I would stop forcing that so hard, my love. I don't believe in um, raising vibration to work. I know, right? But I don't. Uh, I would meditate with the uh, intention of just allowing whatever needs to work to work. But I get the feeling here that you're really trying to sort of actively force your vibration to rise. And that's what's causing your headache. So I don't meditate before I work. Um, I allow my vibration to rise as I blend with spirit. It happens naturally. I think that the idea that we need to alter our energy to be able to work with spirit before we're actually working with spirit is a problem. Uh, so try not allowing yourself to do anything spiritual before you start work. So I often will, um, if I'm waiting for someone to come into a Zoom room, I'm not meditating or swathing myself in a... A uh, beautiful piece of incense or chanting or anything like that I'm checking my emails I give myself something to do because otherwise I get super nervous um, and too much in my head but I'm playing idol minor I'm not doing anything that anyone would think is spiritual um, I'm just literally occupying my brain and then as soon as I start work that's where the power is that's where the blend is and then there's no headaches so try that and let me know how you get on I hope that makes sense. But it just feels like this is all about doubt, Amy. That's what it feels like. Like you're trying to make yourself better, brighter, lighter to be a better medium. And you are perfect to be a medium as you are. You don't need to change. You don't need to be any different. You are good enough. And if you allow yourself to be in that space, then everything is possible. Hope that helps. Get back on the pony. I hope you have. And let me know if you've got any more questions. So there we go, guys. Another week, another podcast. I'm still going to be answering listener questions because I'm determined now to just get through them all um, so that you guys will start sending them to me again because everybody stopped, I think, because they're like, oh, my God, she's inundated. We can't. Please do. Um, and I will catch up with you all on Thursday. Have a great day. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.